You're listening to the Mothering Joy Podcast, Season 2, Episode 3. Summertime is abundant. There are fresh vegetables from the farmer's market that have already found their way into our kitchen and our bellies, even though it's early in the season. We enjoy fresh asparagus. I've been able to preserve some in soup also for fall and winter meals, if it lasts that long. Fresh basil and lettuce adorn pizza and salads. And just last week, I was able to get some strawberries from the farmer's market. I just want to have the space and the margin in my life to soak it all in. We made pound cake over the weekend and I put fresh strawberries on it. Right now, as I'm doing this podcast, I have some basil and strawberry infused water. I want to slice them up and freeze dry them. I just, oh, and I had some in my lunch. I did a copycat Panera salad of the strawberry with the lemon poppy seed chicken salad. And it takes time. Like it takes time to enjoy the fresh fruit that's in harvest. Like in past summers, I've totally missed the strawberries of June because, you know, they're not here that long. And when you're too busy, it gets away from you. I want to be able to enjoy the abundant gatherings, the sunshine, and just the life that happens in summer. And that's why this episode is happening because a place that isn't so abundant in summer is the home. Our home really takes a beating in the summertime. Dirty feet are running across the floors, laundry that doesn't get done, and other tidying that doesn't get done clutter up the house, and that's because we are prioritizing the wonderful, abundant things of summer, like enjoying the strawberries, enjoying traveling to be with friends, and enjoying being outside in good weather, and those are the things that are really important to me. It's also important though to have a home that I feel like I want to spend time in and that I really value and feel safe in. So that is why we are doing this episode because I have five simple ways that I keep a home I want to spend time in. Even when summer happens and we're prioritizing other things. Hey there, I'm Meg, crunchy mama, storyteller, and imperfect homemaker. I'm raising two beautiful babies in the rolling hills of Wisconsin, and I am learning every single day. Here, I celebrate the joys of motherhood, but I also get real about the trenches that young moms find themselves in and how we can nurture joy in the daily grind. This is the encouragement you need to thrive through your days spent being mama. This is the Mothering Joy Podcast. I have to put a disclaimer for this episode and say that this is all aspirational. This is not the state of my house all the time, although I wish that it was. I would love my home to feel like my sister-in-law's home. They did move into their 1920s farmhouse after living in the camper, and every time I walk in there, it's just so tidy, it's so cleaned up, and it just feels like a wonderful space that I can just take a deep breath in. That's the way I want my home to feel. So this is kind of my checklist of the way I would like my house to be. Like these are the areas I can focus on when I'm feeling a little angsty, feeling a little discontent, and like there are just messes everywhere. This list helps me to quickly know the places that I need to prioritize when I feel like the home has gotten away from me. And this is how I can keep a home that I actually want to spend time in. So let's get into it. So the first thing that I do right when I wake up in the morning is I make my bed. 
And this is sometimes like the only tidying that really gets done besides dishes. It feels really nice to start my day with something that encourages tidiness. Our bed is the first thing that you see when you walk into our room and our bedroom is right off the kitchen. So you can see our bed from the kitchen, which is a place that I spend a lot of time in. And when I'm glancing over and I see a made bed, it just makes me feel happy. Like it makes me feel like I have it together a little bit. I can breathe a little bit deeper because my bed is made for the day. And even when the rest of the room is a mess, it gives me a feeling that things are in their place. And this is just something really simple I can do that moves the needle a lot for me in keeping a home that I want to spend time in. Making my bed first thing in the morning has become something I don't even have to think about anymore. It's become part of my morning ritual. And I really enjoy the ritual of turning down the bed at the end of the night also. So I'll try to turn down the bed after the kitchen is clean and before I put DJ to bed. If I'm, if the day goes perfectly and I have that margin in between, I'll turn down the bed and I'll put on my dim lamp light and it just makes our room feel so cozy and so nice, a place that I just can't wait to go and spend time in. Making and unmaking my bed is a really simple and nice way to bookend the day. The second thing I do to keep a home that I really want to spend time in is I keep the surfaces clear. Ideally, all the table and counter surfaces would be clear all the time. In reality, there are few surfaces that actually stay clear, and those are just actually a great effort for me to keep tidy. The first is our dining table. This is where we eat our meals when we're sitting down as a family. It's a place that I look at a lot because it's kind of in the center of our house, and when it's clear, and cleaned off, it can make a huge difference in making the house feel tidy. And when it's covered in clutter and laundry and toys and stuff from the weekend, it can really make the whole house feel like a total mess. This is relatively easy for me to keep clear as long as I don't let it become the dumping ground that it often can become. If I just take the time to put things back where they belong, then it's really not that bad to keep this area cleaned off and it really makes a difference in how I feel in our home. The second surface I try to keep clear is my kitchen island, which is where I do all of my food prep. This island is only like 24 by 48 inches long. It's been in Joe's family for a while, so it was really fun when it made its way into our home and it's a butcher block countertop. I really love it. But It's not baby tiny, but it's not really huge. So I always need all of the space when I'm making meals. That's why this is a place that is pretty challenging to keep completely clean. But every time I'm leaving the kitchen, I like to have it at least cleared off and wiped down. And that way I can have the space to come back to it and have it be like a nice space to work. So having that space clean makes such a difference in how I feel in our home. Can you tell us there a pattern here? Like all these things make such a difference. But that's kind of why I came up with this list in my head because there's a few places that really make a difference for me. So these are the places I can focus on. The kitchen island makes such a difference for me and how I feel in our home that I will even just pile all the dishes up next to the sink without washing them to prioritize having the island clear and wiped down. 
Ideally, I would have the dishes done, but even just having the island cleared off makes a really big difference for me. I can come back and it is just like a clear workspace to start fresh in. I had a realization that I was feeling stressed and like I could never relax in our home. I actually had like an epiphany moment last summer when I was driving home and I just had a moment where I was like, I can't wait until we build our farmhouse, like things will be so much better then. And I kind of started going into this, you know, it'll be better when mentality. And I just took a minute and I checked myself and I was like, why do you think for a second that just because you have a different home, like suddenly you will have the peace that you seek? Like I was really making myself question, what is it exactly that you know, in this moment is making you think it'll be better in the future. And it was because like I had this vision of a house that felt like my sister-in-law's house. Like I walked in, it was tidy. I felt at ease. I could take deep breaths. Breathing in my home seems to be a pretty big thing for me. But instead, like I was going to be returning to a house that was just filled with messes everywhere. And I kind of set an intention right then that I was going to do the best that I could with what I had today to make my home be a place that I really loved. I had the realization that I was feeling stressed and like I could never relax in our home because I was always in the middle of a project and these were usually food projects like food I wanted to prepare, food that I needed to make and I would be overwhelmed with all that I had to do and all that I wanted to prepare. So I would start like three or four things at once with the very flawed rationale that if I don't start this right now, then it just won't get done. So I would just like start it all, like knowing that I was putting myself in a really bad situation for later. And so I'd be in the kitchen till like 9 or 10 p.m. most nights cleaning up and the kitchen wouldn't get clean until then for the day there was no margin here and no cleanliness and no order it was just like mess so now I'm trying to be so good about only starting one project at a time and getting it done and getting it cleaned up before I start another one and this is not my natural inclination so it really takes some willpower for me but when I take this approach a lot of times I will be able to decide, no, I'm not going to start another project because I'm going to prioritize my piece. I'm going to prioritize my margin and I'm going to prioritize like the way I'm going to feel like in three hours when I'm wanting my kitchen to be clean. So then a lot of things actually just don't get made and I'm learning that this is okay. I just really need to prioritize everything I need to cook that needs to get done and simplify the things as much as possible. And I try to leave a lot of space in my weekly to-do list so there's room to push some things to a different day if it doesn't get done. This is a balance of making sure that I have enough stuff prepared so that it's not stressful when I need to feed the people. But I also need to balance that with not trying to do too much that I lose my margin. Having the dishes all done before I go to bed is my one non-negotiable. So anything I can do during the day to make it as easy as possible to get that done is important for me and something I have to keep in mind. 
This is not something I always did. My mom always did when I was growing up, so she really set that example. But when I was first a homemaker before we had kids, I would definitely let the dishes pile up next to the sink for days. And I just hated that feeling like of walking by and always have it hanging over your head that you had to get it done. And then when we had kids and I'm like literally cooking all day because I have, you know, crazy high expectations for the quality of what we're putting into our body, um, that'll be a different episode. Like what's realistic? What can we manage here? But I really needed to have a clean space to come into every day. Like if my kitchen was not, if I at least wasn't starting my day with a clean kitchen, like there was no chance. The last place I try to keep clear is our hutch where we keep our paperwork and a lot of our electronics. This is like where the phones get charged, the computer gets charged. I have my diffuser there. It's like a lot of cords, which I haven't really figured out how to handle yet. But I really like having like one place that is meant for those types of things. But this is also a place that becomes the shove space because it's kind of out of the way. This can make it a really overwhelming space to try to clean up. And it's the hardest of the three places for me to keep clear, which is why it's usually the last one I prioritize. So it's like, which came first here, the chicken or the egg, right? Like, is it messy because I don't prioritize it or am I not prioritizing it because it's messy? But truly, when I'm looking around my home, like this is a place that matters for me. I love it when it's cleared off, but it's not necessarily a place that I notice all the time. So I usually will not clean it off if unless I'm looking for something specific, which is super frustrating when I don't have things organized or if we're having guests coming over and I want them to have, you know, the peaceful feeling when they walk into our home. This is really a place I'd like to be better about keeping tidy, but like I said, it's also the lowest of my priorities because it doesn't have as much impact as the table and the island when it comes to how I'm feeling in our home. The third thing I do to keep a home that I really want to spend time in is I decorate our outdoor spaces. We have a huge wraparound deck that goes around half of the outside of our house. Like literally it covers two full sides of our house, which is really nice, but it's also almost too much deck. For the first four years that we lived in this house, I was so overwhelmed by it that I just left it totally empty. Finally, one summer, my mom helped me figure out how we could make this giant space usable. So we got some secondhand furniture. We created a really nice outdoor living space right outside the sliding door, which is our, it's like our living room. It goes dining room, living room, and then right in between we have like a really big sliding door. So right outside of there is where we created like this beautiful little sitting area that has four chairs and a table and then backed up to two of the chairs is a bench with a dining table and some more chairs around it. Instead of trying to fill the whole deck, it just made so much more sense to have a focused area right next to the door, which kind of creates like an indoor-outdoor living feel which, you know, we might do if there weren't a million and one mosquitoes and other insects all the time. But it all felt so good when we got this figured out. Like I love just walking by, seeing it out there. And then I got my outdoor flowers figured out and it totally made the space perfect. 
my grandma gave me a galvanized steel planter for Christmas one year that I just fell in love with and I put my Christmas plants out there. But then I decided this also works perfect for my summer flowers. So now it actually becomes like I keep the same planters and then I just rotate them seasonally because I really like to decorate for all the seasons, especially in my outdoor spaces. So in the summer, I fill it with dahlias, violas, all kinds of beautiful color and flowers, and I nestle it next to the chairs to complete the outside space. This, along with the potted lettuce on the tables, just really creates like a super charming space that I love to look out at. And I will actually occasionally sit in it, but usually I'm just walking by and it makes me so happy to look out at the flowers. It made me so happy, in fact, that I decided to also put flowers in the space on the deck that I see from the kitchen sink. So this is around the back of the house and no one else sees this, but it's right in front of my kitchen and it's the sink and it's like what I stare at all the time when I'm doing dishes and doing kitchen things. So I found another large deep galvanized steel planter and two like dish-like scalloped planters that are a lot more shallow. And I found these at an antique market um, after I had seen some inspiration pictures. And then I came home and I begged Joe to, yes, I do have to beg to get him to do projects like this for me. It's not something that's fun for him. He's very talented. He can do almost anything if he actually decides to do it. So eventually he made me these wooden legs for the shallow dishes. And it just, I stagger, I layer them all together, the three different planters. And they make such a nice arrangement that I can stare out at and just makes me happy when I do the dishes. And no one else sees this but me, but it brings me so much joy that I'm so glad I decided to decorate that space. I also love to have cut flowers on my table, especially in the summer. I like to have them on the island too, but this year I haven't done that yet. And since I'm so in love with my outdoor flowers and I get to see them all the time, I might just save the money and the effort and only do fresh cut flowers occasionally this summer. The fourth thing that I do is I keep the floor picked up. I try to pick up all the toys off the floor twice a day. Again, this is aspirational, but I like to do it when the kids go down for naps because it really feels nice to feel like I have a reset for the afternoon when they wake up. And then I also like to do it when they go to bed. So it feels like we have a reset when they wake up the next day and can start fresh. This is something that I don't always do, but I wish that I would because it only takes like five minutes and it really makes a difference when I'm going about our home and I'm just like looking around. If there's a clean floor and I'm not having to like navigate ninja step over a million toys, like that's just nice. It makes the home a place I want to live in. Like a home I can walk through is a home I want to live in. If I can be good about just regularly picking up the floor, then it never really gets too messy and it doesn't take a super long time to clean it up. It was so funny the other day I was talking to Joe about his coworker who's expecting a baby and we were talking about when the baby would be born. Joe totally caught me off guard when he quoted some of the tracks from the Hypno Babies program that I do when I'm pregnant. So every night at the end of the pregnancy, you listen to pregnancy affirmations to fall asleep to, and it's really wonderful. But I play them out loud so that Joe falls asleep to them also. And something that they say is, 
affirming like that you don't necessarily need to know when your baby is going to be born. They say your baby will be born on his birthday. So Joe said this to me like and I started cracking up and Joe's like, you know what? I kind of miss those hypno babies tracks actually. So that was really funny and something that actually made me excited to be pregnant again. And something that's really special that Joe and I can share that together. And this is just one of the really wonderful things that are offered in the hypno babies birth courses. They are online courses that you take for first time moms. They're super, super informational. There's an online course and then there's meditation tracks that go along with the course that really just help you stay calm and comfortable during pregnancy. This is a great program to support birth and pregnancy no matter how you want to give birth. If you're going into the hospital, it's really helpful to keep you calm, like in kind of a chaotic setting. If you're doing a home birth, it's also really important to keep you calm um, and just like affirm that like you are safe, you're meant to do this. I really have loved my HypnoBabies tracks. I learned so much during my first pregnancy with them. And then in my second pregnancy, I was able to like just really focus on the meditation tracks and staying calm and abundant during pregnancy. Head over to their website, hypnobabies.com and check out the other products they have to offer along with their birth classes. If you see something you really like, you can use the code MOTHERINGJOY10 at checkout and get 10% off your order. The fifth thing that I do to keep a home that I want to live in is I diffuse essential oils and I play good music. I really like to diffuse essential oils. This isn't something that I've been doing for a super long time. I used to be more of a candle girl, but to have like clean candles that aren't loaded with toxins is really expensive. And I do sometimes make my own, but it's really time consuming. So with kids, it's just harder to do the candles. I do like to have candles in the wintertime or if I get up really early in the morning or I'm taking a bath, like that's when I'll pull out the candles. Candles are for my sacred me time. But the rest of the time, if I'm just trying to create like a really nice, welcoming, comfortable environment, then I will just use my diffuser. Like if I'm just feeling like I need to take it to the next level, then I'll that's when I pull out the diffuser. I will do this when I have like a transition in the day. So a lot of times DJ and I will, DJ gets up at 5 a.m. usually. And so him and I will just have some downtime together. We have screen time. I'll be on my computer. He'll be doing games on his iPad. And we just have like a nice relaxing morning together. And then Caroline gets up. We do breakfast. When I'm kind of feeling that it's the part of the day when we need to get out of our PJs, get up, start to be productive, that's when I'll turn on the diffuser, I'll put some good music on, and it really just helps us kind of like transition the day so it doesn't all feel like one long slog, if you know what I mean. Stay-at-home moms, I feel like you know what I mean. But so that's just a really nice, nice thing that I can do that really helps me like define the day and the different parts of the day really creates like a fun environment that's really nice. I like to diffuse the primally pure oils. They have, they used to have an oil for each season, which I just, I love. Like I'm so into leaning into the seasons as much as I can. 
And now they like renamed them. So they're kind of all purpose. You know, you can use them any time of year, but they're still like designated scents that go with the different seasons. So I really like that. And I would really like to explore like creating some of my own blends also. It kind of makes me laugh to talk about all this, like how I'm keeping a home I want to live in because so often like I'm not keeping any of my spaces tidy, (laughs) but this is something that I really want to be better about. And when it comes to tidiness and decorating in the home, I'm learning that it's all about how I feel as the homemaker. Like that's really the only thing that matters. There are not like a set of rules I need to follow about how often I should be scrubbing my toilet or cleaning my floors. I don't need to, you know, hold myself against my mom's pristine standard of like everything got cleaned at least once a week, like the floors, everything. (laughs) Like for me, I need to find the balance between keeping a tidy, nice home and also having time for my other priorities. I want a home that makes me feel peaceful and that I'm proud to share with my family and guests, but I also have a lot of other things on my plate besides keeping the home looking nice. And that's why this list of areas that I can focus on when it feels like the home is getting out of control is really helpful. It helps me keep my home a place that I actually want to spend time in without taking too much of my capacity that I really want for other areas of my homemaking, motherhood, and also just my personal development. So that's it. That is the five areas that I try to focus on to keep a home that I want to spend time in. I would love to hear the areas that you focus on in your own home and kind of like your strategy for restoring some order and peace in a cluttered home. Uh, This is something that has, you know, as a younger homemaker, I'm still a young homemaker, but when I was like even younger, I think I just, it took me a while to figure out the balance for me. And it's something that I think is so interesting to talk about because it truly looks different for every person and it truly looks different in every season also. I love to have conversations like this via email and I send out a monthly like kind of not a newsletter but just like some things that are on my mind some things I want to chat about so you can find the link to get on my email list in the show notes and you can also chat with me on Instagram my Instagram is Meg M Ross R-O-H-S and I love to have conversations like this over there also thank you so much for listening to this episode and I can't wait to chat with you next time